Do you ever wish you could get your stories in three hours rather than three minutes? Or maybe you're sick of doom scrolling, getting your news in bits and pieces. That is where Embedded comes in. We bring you documentary series that will change the way you think about things. Find us wherever you get your podcasts. Live from NPR News in Washington, I'm Nora Rahm. Israeli Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu has ordered the Israeli military to prepare to evacuate the city of Rafah in southern Gaza, where hundreds of thousands have sought shelter to escape the war. This suggests Netanyahu is planning a ground invasion to dislodge Hamas militants. NPR's Hadil El Shelchi has more from Tel Aviv. Prime Minister Netanyahu's office said that it was impossible to get rid of Hamas without sending ground troops into Rafah. There are about 1.5 million Palestinians crammed in Rafah at the moment, and aid agencies are warning that the existing humanitarian crisis could get even worse. Netanyahu asked for an evacuation plan for all these civilians, but it's unclear where people would go. And there's been an uptick in strikes on Rafah this past week. We know of at least three, including one that killed 16 people on Thursday. NPR's Hadil El-Shelchi reporting from Tel Aviv. U.S. officials are cautioning against a ground invasion of Rafah, saying that would worsen the existing humanitarian crisis. Meanwhile, mediators continue to work towards a ceasefire and the release of hostages. The Republican presidential primary in South Carolina is two weeks from today. Early voting begins Monday. The two remaining candidates in the race are campaigning in the state today. The tour bus carrying former U.N. Ambassador Nikki Haley stopped in the city of Newberry, where supporter Fran Stanek was waiting. I just really, really like her, and I liked her as governor. I thought she did a great job, and I think she'll do a great job in the Oval Office. She spoke to ABC News. Former President Donald Trump is also campaigning in South Carolina today. In Pennsylvania yesterday, Trump said if elected again, he would undo all gun restrictions enacted by President Biden, perhaps on his first day. Trump easily won the first three Republican contests in Iowa, New Hampshire, and Nevada. The stock market is continuing a record-setting run. The S&P 500 closed above 5,000 for the first time in history. As NPR's David Gura reports, recent gains reflect Wall Street's optimism about the U.S. economy. All three major indices ended the week higher, something that's happened five weeks in a row. The S&P 500 closed at 5,026. It continues to be a narrow rally driven by a handful of large technology companies. The tech-heavy Nasdaq gained one and a quarter percent on Friday. Lori Cavalcina is the head of U.S. equity strategy at RBC Capital Markets. The data is headed in the right direction in terms of the economy being stronger than a lot of people thought and inflation really being on the mend. The government will release new CPI data on Tuesday. Cavalcina also credits what publicly traded companies have said about their performance in the last three months of 2023. Many of them did better than Wall Street expected. David Gura, NPR News, New York. This is NPR News. The Senate is moving forward on a bill to provide more aid to Israel and Ukraine. The $95 billion package would also include money for humanitarian assistance in Gaza and support for Taiwan to counter China, which claims Taiwan as its territory. Senate leaders are working on the legislation this weekend and plan a procedural vote tomorrow. The package faces an uncertain future in the House, where some Republicans oppose additional aid to Ukraine And this week, the House rejected a standalone bill to help Israel. Millions of people are celebrating a major holiday today, Lunar New Year. 
NPR's Amy Held has more on the Year of the Dragon. Lunar New Year celebrations are sounding from bells in Taiwan to a temple in Beijing, all the way to outer space where Chinese astronauts dined on dumplings. Fireworks are going off in New York. In India, exiled Tibetan monks took part in ceremonies. Traditions may vary, but the color red is conventional. Family and friends may gather, give gifts, eat, and pay tribute to ancestors. It begins with the first new moon of the lunar calendar. Celebrations can last for weeks. In China, officials are projecting travel over the period known as the Spring Festival will reach a historic 9 billion cross-regional trips. They're hoping that will help reverse an economic slump for the first holiday rush in five years without coronavirus restrictions. Amy Held, NPR News. Tomorrow is Super Bowl Sunday. The San Francisco 49ers play the Kansas City Chiefs. Usher will provide the halftime entertainment. I'm Nora Rahm, NPR News in Washington. Support for NPR and the following message come from Sattva. Sattva luxury mattresses are every bit as elegant as the most expensive brands, but because they're sold online, they're about half the price. Visit slash NPR and save an additional $200.